This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's JP with the Golden State Warriors. Now back to Willard and Dibbs. That's really interesting. You do? You play uh, You play the lottery every week? I try to. Yeah. Uh, you know, when it's a big jackpot, certainly. But I think that when the jackpots are smaller, I mean, you have the same chance of winning. I understand that. But I feel like I'm more likely to win $15 million than I am $1.3 Yeah, but th- you are, I guess, the same likelihood numbers-wise, but less likelihood, I guess, of sharing it. Then yes. again, then again, sharing a billion would be fine versus winning twenty million. I do love when people describe it that way. I play when the jackpot gets big, right? Because thirty million's not a lot of money. Exactly. <laughs> so it, it's okay. funny though because I have this discussion oh, with my me. my lovely wife, Supper, <laughs> and we talk about oh, if we win the one point three billion, what will we do? You know, because after taxes, you're dealing with about five hundred million, give or take. Oh, I and know, so, all the way but down that's there. Fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but then if you figure it out. Well, the conversation when it's like, <laughs> well, what if we won twelve million? She's like, well, you'd keep working. <laughs> it's like, okay, what's that? What's the point where I get to stop working? And I that mean, point's about three hundred million. I just I, she wants me out of the house, I, Mark. Exactly. And by the way, so do you. You want that too? You think like this is my big contention? Oh, I can golf. I know you could golf. Yes, exactly. I stink at it, Which is even longer than a radio show. But anyway. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) I just, I always answer that question the exact same way, and I'm open to the idea that I'm a complete moron, and and maybe I, I wouldn't feel this way. But if you give me 500 million, yeah, I'd probably take a week off. But I'd do it like Tom Brady. I took some time off to spend some time with the family. And then we did that. Yeah. And now I'm going to go back. Like, I just think I'd be, I'm I'm too young to retire. Like, I'd be so bored. And we love our job, too. Exactly. Show is, I, I will say this. Like, oh, i got to wake up at 8 and yeah. come in here and talk about the Warriors for three hours. Like, yeah. If I, if I lose this gig, I'm just going to do that down at the local watering hole. Totally. Or I hope. Right? Go get, go get some brunch with the lovely Christy. She'll talk dubs with me. She likes Wiggins. So she's very concerned, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I think we're all concerned. Sure. Because, sure. you know, it, it sucks when you have to miss work no matter what your job is because of personal reasons. And personal reasons are real. I mean, life is hard. I mean, you and I do three hours, well, three and a half hours by the time we count in both changeovers. Yeah. And we're lucky to do what we do. But the other 21 hours, it's no picnic out there for anybody. <laughs> right? Luckily, we're sleeping for at least a few of them. 
And I really only mean a few of them. But anyway, yeah. Amen to that. All right. Uh, Monty Poole, Damon, and Ratto yesterday. It was Ratto and Styles who were, uh, who were actually conducting this. And there was just so many interesting aspects of the conversation because it was about the right now, like what we just played for you a little bit ago with the vibes of the Warriors being off. And then it's also about the future. So let's get into this a little bit. You said domino one, and you're right, is Draymond Green. He's the one who has to decide. You opting in or you opting out. Here's what Monty said about his decision. I think there's two issues that will determine that. And Draymond is one of them. The other is Bob Myers. And and I think if, if Draymond opts in, you know, that means that they'll give it another run. But I think Draymond, whether he opts in or not, I think how this season plays out will have will be a, a huge factor in his decision. Okay, so you asked me a few minutes ago, do do I think that Draymond, and there'd be no way that he hasn't thought about this every day of his life right. for the last year, but do I think he knows what he wants? I think he knows what he wants. I don't think he knows what he's going to get. So, I, you know, yes, I'm sure Clutch is already knocking on doors, checking around. Like, that's their job. Absolutely. So, yeah, like, Draymond's going to get an offer. Draymond is still very viable in the NBA. We get reminded every July that even partially viable gets paid very well in the NBA. And he's too young to simply say $25 million on a one-year deal is enough for me because, boy, do I love blue and yellow. Like, that's... It's not going to work that way. That's not the way players look at it. So even if it's less than 25 a year, if someone offers him 3 and 60, he'd be stupid not to take it, wouldn't he? Yeah, he turns 33 right. on March 4th. So he's 33 years old, and at the end of the contract next year, if he opts in, he'll be 34. So let's just say he opts in, and they all agree. Let's give it one more go-round. Clay's making 43.2 next year. Draymond would make 27.6. And at the end of next year, as a 34-year-old, what could Draymond get on the open market versus what could he get right now on the open market? And that's where he and Clutch, his agency, they're taking a look at it. Because if at the end of next year, he can get three years and $60 million, or at the end of this year, he can get three years and 60 million if those two things are perceived to be equally true then you opt in and you wait until after next year one last go round then you get your three and your 60 however if the deal right now is three and 60 and the thinking is well one more year you're going to be 34 maybe you only get three years and 45 at the end of next year well then the calculus would indicate it'd be better off for you to opt out now and get your last big contract now i'm just shaking my head as i'm thinking about this and listening to what you're saying because it's like could could there be more riding on these 24 games it seems like in one aspect not that big of a deal because as a fan, sure, you want him to make the playoffs, but I think most people in the back of their mind, it doesn't look like the Warriors' year, but they won the championship last year. It's not like people are going to be hopping mad if the Warriors go to the playoffs. Let's say they go to the playoffs and they lose in the first round. Are people furious? Fire everyone. What's wrong with this organization? Burn it down, Mark. No, no. It's not the way it works, right? You know, 2011, San Francisco Fire Giants. Kyle right now. Totally. Right? 2011, 2013, uh, 2015 with the San Francisco Giants. You, you missed the playoffs entirely. Everyone's like, man, all right, I'll try again next year. Oh, and then win the World Series. Okay, maybe we try. So the Warriors are very much in that bucket. People are not going to be that angry. However... 
you think about what we're talking about today and the fact that potentially 12 years of Warriors basketball, a dynasty, and names that have now elevated to their own brands, and we're referring to them as the Big Six, Lakeb Kerr Myers, Steph Clay Dre, and in many ways, you're telling me that the glue that holds all of that together either works, super glue, and it sticks, or the whole thing starts to crumble, all based on how the next 24 games play out. It's fascinating when you when you boil it down to that point, because... It may already be a fait accompli. It might be. Bob Myers may already know in his mind that he is done with the Warriors. And Draymond Green may already know in his mind that he's opting out. No matter what. They could go 16-8 and eight over the final 24. They could make the Western Conference Finals. Heck, they could even make... What if they win a ring? Exactly. No, but but like I would. But I, these I two think, may already have decisions in their mind. I think you're right. Like that's human nature. Bob Myers is not just like, oh my god, I forgot my contract's up and there's only a month left. But and I don't think that either one of them is thinking, okay, if we make it to X point, then I'm in. But you know, championships change everything. They do. So in other words, even if they've made their decision, would their decision potentially change if you want to ring? Because then Lakeup's coming in, and then he is handing out checks. Well, it depends, because Draymond Green may be at a point where he's like, you know what, uh, me punching Jordan Poole was just the beginning of the people who I wanted to punch. I'm out of here. <laughs> and Bob Myers might be at a point where, God, I've done this for so long. I'm good. I want to go be a dad. I want to drive carpool. I want to coach Little League. I want to do all these things. So maybe a championship wouldn't change they're thinking in terms of whether or not they want to stay. And the other piece of it is Bob may already know behind the scenes, yeah, we're going to work this out. I'm going to stay. And Draymond may already be telling them, hey, I'm opting in, guys. I'm going to wait until the appropriate time. We don't know the answer to these two big questions. Really, really digging the idea of Bob Myers as the Little League coach because I would love to know who's the parent with a big enough attitude oh my God. to call Bob Myers and say, I really think little Billy should be batting second. Seriously. I don't think you know how to run a team, Bob. And he's like, well, do you watch basketball? <laughs> do you remember that oh, dynasty? basketball, Bob. You don't uh, know I mean, Little League. That'd be amazing. That would be hilarious. That'd be crazy. Um, but, uh, of, anyway. of the two scenarios, Draymond opting out for different pastures or Bob just deciding I want to be a regular dad, it feels to me like the Bob Myers... I'm good for a while scenario seems more likely to me than Draymond saying, I want to go be a Laker. I mean, right now, if you back me into a corner, it sort of feels like the likelihood of both of them being gone after this year feels better than 50-50. Yeah. For two different reasons. Draymond, because I think he will get a multi-year offer, and I don't think the Warriors can be the one to offer it. And for Bob, it's because the Bob situation is sitting here and, and it was it was fixable. Like, it didn't need to get here. Draymond's situation, he's in control. Bob, it didn't need to get here. Why did it get here? We don't know. We know what Monty Poole said yesterday. You would have thought that he would have been extended right at the end of the championship. He wasn't. That makes it sound like it was a Lakeup decision. For all we know, it's like you said, Bob is sitting here right now going, I'm not into this anymore. I'm tired. Um... 
But I don't know. So all we're left to do is kind of put pieces together. Right. When I hear Monty Poole say Steve Kerr would be devastated if Bob leaves. That's a big word. Well, that tells me that, that within the organizational structure, there's a thought that he won't be leaving. Or else Steve would have already sat with this. Like if Bob told Steve six months ago, last ride, brother, then you won't be devastated because he would be used to it by now. And it, because it would be Bob's decision. But devastated tells me organization let us down. You let Bob out the building when he didn't want to go. There's a surprise element to devastation. I think you're right. Like, if you have, for example, a parent, and I've lost both of my parents, and, you know, my parents both went rather quickly, and but you, you saw them kind of both slip into that spot of, like, geez, I don't... I don't know if they're going to be able to make it back from this one. So there wasn't that same level of devastation. Yes, you're very emotionally hurt because you lose your parent, but it's not like you get that phone call and it's like your healthy parent is now gone. That is more devastating. So to your point about Steve Kerr and devastation and not to make this super maudlin about the loss of a parent, but if Steve Kerr was prepped back in October and Bob said, yeah, Steve, I think this is going to be it for me, Steve probably wouldn't be as, quote, devastated by the departure, I don't think, to your point. To those of you who don't know where that word came from, um, again... Play the pool. Yeah, Monty Pool. There's a bunch, and they're all good. This is the one that really, really got me, and we haven't played it for about 45 minutes. So this is regard uh, regarding the, the future... And uh, Bob Myers, Joe Lacob, how it will trickle down to Steve Kerr, Steph Curry, and the rest. Bob has a tough job. I mean, Joe Lacob is not easy to work for at times. And so that's, to me, Bob's future being up in the air as it is now, you would think that after they won the surprise championship last year, that would have been the time to, you know, make amends. Hey, Bob, good job, and give him a bump. Didn't happen. (laughs) Didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So... You know, there's some, I won't say nerves, but there is some concern within the Warriors that this could, this could be the last dance, that this could be it for them because not all three of those guys are, are guaranteed to come back last next year. And if Bob were to leave, I know Steve will be devastated and I know Steph will be, he will be unhappy. <laughs> he will not like that. Yeah. And so... That's why some pressure's on Joe to figure this thing out. Lots going on over these last 24 games. Right. And, and I like what he's saying. I don't think this is a spot where we've been before as a fan base where everyone's looking at Joe. Joe Lacob. It's like, you got to figure this out. We don't usually think of that. I mean, Joe Lacob, once, it, once the rise took place, in our minds at least, my perception, well, Joe's going to be there with the checkbook and great owner. He's going to absolutely hire all the right people. He's going to keep the right people. He's going to do the right things and build an unbelievable franchise and product. And so I don't think we've ever looked at him in in terms of like, okay, now you got to sit down and make all the basketball decisions because the decisions you need to make about basketball are about the people who make the basketball decisions. Correct, but these are decisions that he may not have the opportunity to make. And the Draymond Green decision is ultimately Draymond's first and foremost. Now, Joe Lacob had a chance to make him whole and offer him the max in the offseason when Draymond Green openly said, I want the max, and he was met with crickets. And at that point... Nothing has happened in terms of Draymond Green. So now Draymond gets to make the decision. And Bob Myers, we don't know where this negotiation exists in terms of, 
Has Bob offered him a monster deal and Bob has just said, eh, I'm going to wait? Or did Joe Lacob come in below where Bob Myers felt he should be and Bob said, I'm good? We don't know where that one lies, but 24 games from now, they're either a play-in team, a playoff team, or an off-season team hoping for ping-pong balls and Victor Wembanyama. And at that point, Mark, when we get to the end of this, if they got said, I think they have a, a 0.2% chance if they're yeah. the first team out. Better than your lottery chance. Exactly. But, but Much anyway, better. Yeah. No, but if we get to the point, we will get to a point where this season ends, either with a championship, sure. a playoff ouster, which, by the way, we've never seen before with the big three all on the floor. This team has never been beaten. So... If that happens, when this season ends, those two big questions percolate to the top. Do you know what's really hard it's about this? Sensation. It is percolation. I thought yeah. you were going to go negotiation sensei. We've had a lot of opportunities that yeah, you passed sure, on. Sure have, I'm glad you finally went I'm with I'm trying to get in there. Yeah, Good thank job. you. Double cha-ching. I, 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 here's the thing that stinks for this whole picture. I can't figure out for any one of them, if they go, who the replacement is. I don't, and and for that reason, it feels a little flat-footed. There is no replacement for either one of them. I don't know how you would have done it differently, but because of the luxury tax, because of the whole story that's unfolded, I don't need to tell you there's no replacement for Steph. Um, but even Clay and Draymond, if Draymond goes, who's the replacement? How do you replace if, Draymond Green? If Bob Myers goes, who's the replacement? If well, Steve Mike Dunleavy, if Steve Kerr goes. Junior. Who's the replacement? Do you know what I mean? I, like, nothing's going to feel good. I will say this about Draymond. Here, here's something else. So, we've long talked about how Draymond fits better here than, where, than, than how he'd fit anywhere else. What about even just the role itself? Draymond here is, we've called him the point guard, the quarterback. He's the emotional leader. In theory, as you get to 34, 35, 36 years, no one's signing Draymond to come in and be like, all right, we need you to run the show. He runs the show here. He's not the one. That's Steph. But he's the he's the core that makes all that stuff work better around him. We understand that better than anyone. That role's not going to be out there for anyone else. And because of his lack of what we would call traditional ball skills, yeah. it's like not a shooter, he, like he's passer, like he's he's defender, but, like, is Draymond just going to go be someone's kind of rotational piece? No, no, and no. And does that matter? He goes and he's Draymond for someone else. And I think about a team like Boston, for example. The one thing Boston is missing, the one thing that they were missing in, and I hate to go RNS Garage Doors on you, I was in need of a closer. closer. There you go. But the Boston Celtics are in need of that junkyard dog because the reason why they lost to the Warriors the Warriors were more clutch, and the Warriors, in the gritty moments of that series, Game 4, Steph Curry was more of a superstar than their superstars. So I think about Boston, Milwaukee's a team. If they had Draymond Green, somebody who brings that edge to the room. So I don't think Draymond Green goes somewhere and just suddenly blends into the woodwork. Draymond's going to Draymond on whatever team he goes to. But who wants him to do that? Like we always talk about, the Lakers don't want Draymond to come in and run the show. LeBron James is on the team. Right, but a team, I mean, the Clippers would be a team where, oh. I mean, he can come in there. Oof. And the Clippers are a team that might well, be in need of a closer. That would be, you know, that would be good. That would be good. For the Clippers. I look at a young team that might be one tough 
Cookie away from being a real a real factor in the association. Like Philadelphia is a team where he could come in and be impactful for Philadelphia. I mean, uh, any one of these contenders, I guess. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, not Memphis, though. Yeah, but what? What about Milwaukee, for instance? Yeah. Because Milwaukee's yeah. got a clear one, and he's a star, and then maybe they don't like. Okay, we already got people who can't shoot threes, but, but like, Giannis is not that dog influence in locker room. Like, I don't need to. Do you need to go to Philly? That might clash with Embiid. Um, do you want to go to Boston? A Marcus Smart and Draymond. I I don't know. Milwaukee. That's a lot of feisty. Yeah, Milwaukee. I feel like that could be really really interesting. But again, I don't want any of this to happen. I want him to be on the Golden State Warriors. I think most fans. I'm like most fans. I want everything to just keep going and stay the same. Right. But I know in the back of my mind, it just doesn't work that way. Especially when you look at the luxury tax and where you are in terms of contracts. Uh, Clay next year, 43.2. He's under contract. And then after after next year, you either have to sign Clay to a a bargain deal or let Clay go somewhere else. But I don't think Clay is going to get... Forty-three million a year. No, definitely not. Somewhere else. Clay's probably in that twenty to twenty-five million a year spot in his career. Well, are you are you offering fifty games or are you offering seventy-five? That's what Clay's going to have between to, probably. That's what he's going to have to figure out right. between now and contract time. I would say Draymond's getting twenty-seven point six next year if he opts in. So I think ideally, as a Warrior fan, you would run it back one more time. Draymond opts in. Oh. Clay plays out his contract. You got Steph and Wiggs. DiVincenzo, by the way, he's got a player option for next year at 4.725. He probably opts out. Well, he's, he's going to get more than 4.7 yeah, I would as love well as him he's played. Stay. He's been so good. I would love for him to opt in, but um, you're probably right. He's probably earned more on the uh, on the open market with his play. You got GP2 and Looney already signed. Yep. Jordan Poole kicks up to 28.7 <laughs> next year. Uh, Moody and Kaminga, team options. So Yeah, uh, they're staying. Yeah, they're you would figure. They're staying. But, uh, yeah. Let's go to RJ in New York with an interesting comment. Hey, RJ, you're on Weathered and Dibs. What are you doing? Hey, guys, what's up? I'm, I'm chill. I just had a question uh, regarding your conversation that you're having about replacements for Dre and Myers. Uh, so for Bob Myers, is there a sense that Steve Kerr could be a GM next year, considering that Kenny Atkinson turned down a head coach job to, I believe it was family reasons, San Francisco? Is there a sense that they let Byers, uh, Bob Myers walk um, and that Steve Kerr is the GM and Kenny Atkinson is the new head coach, uh, considering the events that took place and a possible Myers leaving? So are you suggesting, RJ, Myers goes, Kerr goes upstairs, Atkinson to the lead coach role? Yeah, I mean, I think it's possible. I mean, well, Steve Kerr's been a GM with Phoenix before, and, you know, Kenny Atkinson, head coach of Brooklyn. So it's been done before. I just think if they can't pay Myers, then is that a possibility? I don't think it's a crazy concept by any stretch. I like I the just, concept. Yeah, I just don't think that that's... Um, I don't think that that's anybody's first choice. I have no idea. Does Kerr want to do that? Like, again, Kerr would be, quote, devastated if Bob right, left. Right, Is he going to be like... But, but yes, I'll also take his job. I don't know, but does Kerr want to be up there? Does he still want to be on the sideline? Would he not want to be with the organization at all? That's what, the way I lean towards the way I perceive it. If Bob decides, you know, Steve, if they have a private conversation and Bob says the offer's not great, and you know what, Steve, I'm just tired. It's been a great run. Yeah. I'm going to take a year or I'm just going to take some time 
off. Steve Kerr, I don't think, looks at that and says, all right, Bob, uh, you mind if I move into your office now ahead of your departure? Maybe we can office share while I take your gig. I don't see Steve Kerr wanting to go and take that on because think about the future of this team, Mark. The future of this team is not as bright as the past of this team. How could it be? Thank you. Nothing is as bright as the past. So does Steve Kerr want to step up and say, okay, let me roll up my sleeves and rebuild this? Yeah, you wonder. I really thought Sean McVay was going to leave the Rams for that same reason, and then he decided to come back again. Because we thought, well, he don't want to do a rebuild. Yeah, well, but he's a he's still a pup. He's not even 40. Yeah, Steve yeah, yeah. Kerr is uh, tiptoeing towards 60. Totally. Yeah, it's all brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises. Uh, what Draymond is saying and thinking about the defense, uh, along with your phone calls at 888-957-9570 as we continue on Willard and Dibs. Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Man, we've been through a lot today. A lot going on, yeah. Yeah, well, I just, you know, it's like the Warriors are playing the Lakers, sweet. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, this, I don't know, this just feels bigger than tonight. We've sort of packaged it now, the post-All-Star break run. Um, for those of you who are just joining us, the Steph Curry update is he's out at least four more games. We've heard people in the know, maybe with pencil, kind of circle March 3rd, maybe March 5th, as to when they hope Steph will be back. So you're going to have to do a little bit of this without him. No, nobody knows anything about Andrew Wiggins, it seems. Or at least they're not telling. Right. You know? And, and so, gosh, with all of this on the line, to sort of wobble in without the guys who were your two best every every game players certainly in the playoffs last year um <laughs> and knowing that everything crumbles potentially at the end of this run if it doesn't go well woo it's a little daunting it's heavy it's a duty daunting. it's very daunting and you think about like the expression of uh, can the warriors go on a run and i think we all Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Agree that the Warriors can go on a run. And by go on a run, that to me means you're at least a play-in team. You emerge from the play-in. You go to the playoffs. You win a series, maybe two. And you play basketball into mid-May. That to me would be going on a run. We all agree that the Warriors can go on a run. But then you dial it back to where they are. They're a 500 club. They're a terrible defensive team. Their star is out for at least a week, maybe two. Their number two best player, traditionally last year, is out again for personal reasons, and he hasn't really been himself. You've got a thin bench. You've got questions with two-way players, and you've got a pretty daunting schedule. So these are two things that are I kind of kind of at odds with each other. And then the big piece above it all is the last dance idea. Wow. Whether or not they go on a run or not, this could be the end of the big three 
and the end of Bob Myers' run, these are questions that we don't normally have. The Myers thing, to me, the moment it started to become a story like a month or two ago, it just felt uncomfortable. Because I think a lot of Warrior fans are like, oh, I didn't even know that. Why, why, right. is, why is that? Why, why is Bob Myers unsigned? And then from the second it became a story, it's like... Well, fix it. Sign except, him. Except for, right. But, but from the team, it just... Total silence. Yeah. Steve Kerr will talk about it a little bit. Bob's been asked about it, but it's just still for, sort of like evasive and, and, and confusing. No definition to it. Um, you've not heard the Warriors come out at the ownership level and say, this is someone we really, really want to keep. Um, you know, I, I, just in the times that we get to talk to Bob, I have a hard time thinking that his heart is not here. But I, I, I also wonder if... It's just not in the cards. I mean, that's what we're all waiting for. What do the cards say? And yes, the way they play these 24 matter. Um, and and then what is the plan for the future? Uh, that matters. And that's something we don't know anymore. You know, we started this year. That's what we can go ahead and say that ship sailed. We started this year, remember, with like, okay, here comes Wiseman. And Moody is a rotation piece. And let's see if Kaminga can develop and Poole can show us that he can maybe be a leader of a team someday. Almost none of that has happened. Kaminga has developed the way you hoped. That's it. Wiseman's not even on the team. Moody can't get in the game. And Jordan Poole is as frustrating at times as ever. So now the two timelines thing, that's over. That's not happening which I think has sort of bolstered this idea of, well, do you just want to dig your fingernails in and hang on to everything that you can get out of this? And then you're going to have to start over at some point like teams do. And starting over might begin with Draymond Green, and it might include Bob Myers, who, just looking at the, the timeline of Bob Myers, he's been with the club since 2011, Mark. In April of 2011, he was hired to be the assistant general manager to Larry Riley. A year later, he was elevated to GM in 2012. So between April of 2012 and February of 2023, that's 11 years of him running the show. Four championships, two calamitous injuries to Clay Thompson, one teary-eyed press conference following that. You lose KD, all the other things that he's done right and wrong. And here we are in February of 2023. He's got four rings and he is unsigned for next year. Yeah. To me, if you look at his resume, it's a no-brainer that you would sign him and you would give him every last dollar that he could possibly want. That doesn't go against the salary cap. So why haven't they given him the deal that he deserves? Is it because Joe wants to turn the keys over to his kid? Is it because Bob Myers is asking too much? Is it because Bob Myers is just flat-out tired after 12 years with the organization. These are huge questions that will be answered here yeah. between now and the end of the season. That's why I keep saying this just this whole season feels like we have about three stories and and the other 97 out of 100 <laughs> right. we, we haven't even heard yet. Right. It just feels so heavy over there. 
and, and so many things that we'll never know. What's going on with Wiggins right now? What was behind that punch? Yeah. What did everyone really feel about it? What's it, you know, like... How do they feel about Jordan Poole? Because you have Steph Curry throwing his mouthpiece in frustration. Clay with and his Clay hands with up. the hands yep. up. How do they and really Draymond feel? punched him. Exactly. <laughs> so, how do they really feel yeah, about no Jordan Poole? the young guys? You know, in the two timelines thing, you're absolutely right, Mark. There isn't two timelines. Not anymore. And, well, Jordan Poole is a part of the future, at least to the extent that he's got the contract, but... Is he a part of the future? I mean, I'm kind of in on this, by the way, the whole idea of timelines. When you're the Golden State Warriors, and this is kind of what I've meant in the past, when when we talk about chasing championships, whatever sport, you know, like we had this conversation about the Rams, and it was like, okay, they're going to make all these moves, and they win one ring, and then if it stinks for the next eight years, is that good? I want my team to be relevant every year. They don't have to win the whole thing every year, but I want them to be relevant every year. And if that's the case, there's always only one timeline, and it's called now. Yeah. That's your timeline now. And and, it, and that's always present no matter what. And the Warriors, I think, aspire to be that. We're light years ahead, okay? Like, this is when we're actually going to find out how light years ahead you really are. It's easy to say that when Steph Curry's on your team. But talk to me in 2028, and and, and I can't wait to find out if you actually were light years ahead. Because I think light years actually is even, even further than 2028. Well, 2028, right now, you have nobody signed on your team. Right. And if you look at 2026 is when Steph Curry's contract is up. So that, to me, would be... When the second timeline comes into fruition. But even at that point, you got Jordan Poole signed for the subsequent year. Andrew Wiggins for 2026 20, 27 has a player option. And you figure he would pick it up as a 33 year old, but you never know. That is, that is literally light years away from now. To me, the two timelines thing, it would even begin next year. Because if Draymond opts out Good. and Bob Myers chooses to do something else other than be the GM, well, two of your big six are now gone. Clay's in his walk year, and who knows about and, Steve Kerr? And Steve and Steph are angry. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So the, I mean, the second timeline <laughs> would then come to the fore if, in fact, this timeline ends in six or eight weeks. All sponsored by AC Transit. we got some room for your calls coming up next at 888-957-9570. Steiny and Goo going to hop in here as well on Willard and Dibs. And dips on 957 the game. Uh, I may need that again. I don't know if I, yeah, if I no, quite that's, appreciated that's, that. It's a new one, yeah. Brain farts. Well, it okay. does sometimes, and we'll find out if his does in less than 10 minutes. Um, that's the goo, right? That's the goo. Because that doesn't sound like uh, the typical goo drops that we hear. That's why I was caught off guard. You should bring it down as you play it, which would be fading the goo. Farts! Yeah, okay. there you go. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> fade the goo. <laughs> I haven't checked this TikTok lately. Uh, how's his record in gambling? I feel like it, it's over 500, but but nothing to like, you know, freak out about. Okay. It's not like he's winning anybody any billions or anything like that, but mm. we can get an update on it, because I haven't checked it in a few days, but um, Willard and Dibs, Tiny Goo in a second. We've been talking a whole lot of Warriors 
and it is really uh, inspired by a great conversation uh, that Monty Poole had on the Damon and Ratto show yesterday. Styles was in for Damon, and they got into all kinds of current and future stuff. Um, so it's been really interesting. Let's go to uh, Mr. B in Lodi here on Willard and Dibs. Hey, Mr. B, what are you doing? Hey man, I have the day off and I'm just chilling and freezing in my apartment. It's really cold outside. Yeah, it is. My voice is shaking. Yeah, I'm freezing, man. Anyway, uh, I love the show. I've been listening to your station for many years. I'm 65 years old. Big time Warrior fan. Forever. I, this this bothered me about Jordan Poole. I don't know if um, uh, you know taking it too seriously. Last year when they won the title. They showed him celebrating, and he was yelling, Yeah, I'm going to get that bag! And I was kind of disappointed, because I thought he would be more happy that he just won a championship so early in his career. And I don't know, to me, it seemed like a little bit of a character flaw. Of course, I'd be happy if I won the lottery, okay? But instead of saying, Yeah, you know, championship, Warriors, he's he's yelling about getting the money. And I just thought, you know, well, I was kind of disappointed in that. So, Mr. B, I think there was plenty of what you were looking for out there as well. You're spotlighting one moment, and it wasn't even necessarily, I'm going to get that bag. It was, we're going to get that bag. And he was yelling it at Andrew Wiggins. I remember the exact moment you're talking about. I'll just say this. Um, you, everybody's entitled to their own opinion about how you want somebody to act and what you want them to say publicly. I get a little turned off by how we'll spotlight one single moment in a large moment that gets caught on camera and then make overwhelming judgments about it. And I'll give you a different example than this one. Jimmy Garoppolo smiling in Philadelphia. Way out of bounds. I mean, you have no clue what the context was. Yeah. You have no clue... Um, I know it, the context. Was that literally the only smile that happened all day? He was happy that the other quarterbacks were getting <laughs> right. knocked out of the game. I'm sure. That's what he was doing, Mark. He was thrilled. Delighted. He, watching Kyle Shanahan's eventual demise. Yep. Couldn't have been happier. I mean, and then the other side with your Jordan Poole example is, and I know you said it, you'd be excited if you won the lottery too. Look, this is a guy who was in the G League a couple years ago and, 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 and was written off, okay? And, and so when you work as hard as Jordan Poole works and then you get to the moment where you've solidified yourself as a very, very strong NBA player, you get a championship ring and you know what it means for your future – I'm sorry. I'm not going to be mad at you if you're excited. Me either, Mark. Now, Four years, $128 million. He got that bag. Real quick, though. Am I going to be open-minded to the idea that maybe that sound clip is one of 28 things that has sort of turned off the veterans? Absolutely. Who punched him? Yep. Mind open. Absolutely. So I'm if not Draymond saying you're opts wrong. in next year, Mark, not to cut you off. If Draymond opts in, he makes one point one two nine million dollars less than, than Jordan, Jordan Poole. Poole. And you can't tell me that that isn't a small piece of what irked Draymond Green. And to your point, the greater question of the veterans, when you've got a guy screaming about money time, money time, they're thinking the only reason why you're getting that big bag, not the only reason, but a big reason why you're getting that bag is because of us, youngster. I, I, I will say this. You, you've never heard 
Steph Curry or Clay Thompson. Yes, Draymond had the conversation about the Max, but you've never heard them on the floor. I can't remember. Am I am I missing something? Have I ever heard them yell about money on the court? I, I remember one other instance in the NBA that pops to mind, and uh, it was Shaq. There was a night where Shaq had one of his excessively big dunks, and Dr. Jerry Buss was sitting in the first row underneath the rim, and Shaq just slam a jamma and then as he did that walk that he used to do after those dunks he looks right at dr bus and goes pay me pay me <laughs> that's pretty good and then walked down to the other end of the floor and i think a year and a half later he played for the miami heat mm. so when you're in a team contest two and a half years later he played for the Suns, <laughs> and then and then four months later the boston celtics and then a month after that the cleveland cavaliers was that the order if something like yeah, that yeah wow like i forgot that. about yeah, yeah, i yeah. forgot about the cavaliers it was, it was run. all russell westbrook oh there at the God. end for shaq <laughs> but anyway point being is when money is that like maybe that is a window into the soul when you have your big moment on the court, and that's one of the first things that comes to mind, yeah, maybe your team is like, um, how about yay us, and yeah. then, right, and then we can get to the other stuff. He's a I young, he's a young player, and he was feeling himself, and he knew he was going to get that bag, and he got that bag. I don't begrudge him for that. And you look at where he is now, and he still isn't making a lot of money. But he's going to next year. Uh, Jordan Poole only making 3.9 this year, which is less than Don. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 